0: Ooh
1: It's my second hour of talking. Talking, talking, talking. But this time it's Love Babs Love Talking, not Criminal Justice with Babs Rolls. I mean Jeff Grant, which was a great first show. Thank you, Jeff Grant. Robin Porter for being our first guest. But today I'm talking to uh, Pat Hall-Janes, who is the owner of the Nail Spa here in New Haven. She's a sister. And when I say sister, I mean black woman. (laughs) (laughs) She's a black woman
2: that owns... It has been here for quite some time owning this nail spa. It actually has just been just under a year. Okay. We opened last December. Mm-hmm. Uh, December 10th, we had our grand opening. So we're coming up on a year.
1: Yes. But you have some long-standing history with New Haven.
2: Not, well, yes, I, ca- I guess you can say that. I don't actually live in New Haven. I live in Maryland, mm-hmm. just outside of Washington, D.C. My husband lives here <laughs> and has been a professor at Yale for 40 years. Oh my goodness. So I've been coming to New Haven. We've been married for 18 years. I probably started coming back and forth to New Haven about 20 years ago. Okay. So that, that has been my history. Um, I have another business in Maryland. It's called the HR Source. We're a human resources staffing and consulting firm. I, uh, for a short term, opened an office of that business in New Haven. Um, we had it for about a year here and then decided to open the nail spa in that same space. <laughs> okay, so, so wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, Pat. How do you go from that to the nail spa? Like, was the nail spa
2: like a long-held dream and you're like, you know, I always wanted to do this. Not really, um I about ten years ago was a uh, partner in Maryland at a hair salon spa and nail okay. salon so you so, you, so did, you you didn't come to this green right right i I had some experience with it um, My husband and I own the building that the nail spa is in um it is a mixed use property. Um, the space that the nail spa is in is commercial space, and we were having trouble renting it, um, you know, because of the economy. So I had the bright idea: oh, why don't I open a nail salon here? <laughs> and, and so that's you how love, that idea I was born. I love entrepreneurs, right? <laughs> yes, entrepreneurs are always like, yeah, I I'll just do that, <laughs> right? And th- and that's the way it was. But uh, honestly. After I opened it and we had our grand opening, I said, what on earth did I do? <laughs> because <laughs> it was it was a lot more work than I thought it was going to be. Uh-huh. Um, simply because you're div- dealing with a different type of, of person. And, you know, they're artists, they're divas, and... <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, it's it, it's interesting going from managing professionals to very artsy people. Mm-hmm. So it takes a little bit of a different technique that, that I had to get used to.
1: Okay. So so I know you because Markeisha Ricks of the New Haven Independent did a piece, a feature on you. Yes. And it was up in the New Haven Independent site. Mm-hmm. And... and <laughs> And it got a lot of conversation mm-hmm. about gentrification and all those other kind yeah. of crazy, 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 crazy. Yeah. And I ran the piece in the in the um, in the inner city newspaper, which mm-hmm. is the black paper mm-hmm. here. Um, and so I was struck
2: by uh,
1: clearly you've owned this building for what twenty years or so.
2: Um, I would say about twelve
1: years. Twelve years. I mean, you've owned it for a long time. So, yes. and y- and y'all weren't people that came in and said, "Let's just."
2: Displace people or? No, no. There was a building for sale on the Yale. It's on the Yale campus. My husband was looking for a home. (laughs) We bought it. And, you know, no, we did not try to displace people or think anything about gentrification. It just happened to be a convenient spot for us. Mm -hmm. And, And so we purchased it and have been there ever since.
1: So, I understand you might want to expand it, though. Expand it maybe to add some other kinds of services around, yes.
2: spa. and Yes. Um, we have a, and I should not be saying this on air, but we have a two-bedroom apartment upstairs. We just got new tenants in there, so nothing's going to happen until they leave. Uh-huh. But um, I'd like to expand it to, to have a bigger nail salon and maybe a blow bar. And What is a blow bar? It is a blow bar where you can just go and get your hair blow dried. Oh. And, and you know. Girl, I have no hair, so <laughs> I, you know. N- n- you wouldn't be a candidate <laughs> for that, but there are lots of people with hair. I didn't even know that was a the, thing. Yeah, That's a thing? That is a hot thing right now. Really? So you, you do, do you do the washing and then? Yeah, you do the washing and then you just simply blow. Wow! With a blow dryer, and you then blow you just the hair out the door, out and then and they can go. They can do their own styling. Wow, and yeah. that's a thing. That is a hot, hot thing right now. Oh my goodness! All right, well I have to look out for that. Yeah, and then I, you know, I'm hoping that we'll we'll have more privacy if we expand to be able to do other services like facials and massages, and hopefully at some point be a full service. Um, spa. So talk, talk a little bit about this duality of
1: entrepreneurship. You got the spa mm-hmm. and then you've got the human resources thing.
2: Right. Do they feel similar? Do they feel? <laughs> no, they're totally, totally different. Um, and I have been doing human resources for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I grew up right out of college.
0: Where'd you That's go to college? How,
2: I go to. I went to college in California. I went okay. to Cal State Hayward, which is across the bay from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So I am born and raised in California, oh, the Bay Area. Okay. Um, I moved east uh, to the Maryland area um, back in the eighties. It uh, was a job transfer. Um, before I moved east, I had a two-year stop. Um, in Texas, in Dallas, Texas, at the time I was working for GTE in Human Resources. Um, in the eighties, I um, was asked to be one of fifty employees who from GTE who went to um, to Maryland to start up a new company, which was a joint venture between Bell Atlantic and gte and both of those companies have since been swallowed up by verizon oh so yes um yes so um so i had that career in human resources um and i then started the hr source um out of a fear that at some point i might not have a job bell atlantic at that time, was a very large company. They were doing all kinds of downsizings, right sizings, reengineering, and you know, I I never knew okay when am I going to get my pink slip. So to prepare for that, I decided to start a staffing firm. Um, my idea was that I would uh, start an administrative staffing firm, but after doing my research. I found that, oh, God, there's one on every corner. How am I going to stand out? How am I going to market myself? So, you know, when I got that reality, you know, I probably wouldn't be that successful because everybody else is doing the same thing. I had never heard of an agency, staffing agency, placing human resource professionals. And because I was a human resource professional, I... Well, let me try that. So I did my research and found that there I couldn't find any companies placing human resource professionals, and I had two thoughts: either somebody's tried it and there was no market for it, mm-hmm. or I've had an unusually great idea. So I've been in that business for twenty-three years. So I have to think that that was just an unusually great idea. Yes, stay so. close to the to the mic so we could hear everything. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um during that time uh, is when I became a partner in the hair salon, um nail nail salon and spa. Um, I was providing human resources consulting to the owner. Okay, because I was trying to. I
1: was <laughs> trying to listen for the. Con- I'm like, okay, yeah. there's got
2: to be some kind of connection to this. Yeah, so so I was providing her human resource services, and she was doing my hair.
1: Oh, and
2: yeah. And so it it Use worked. Black women, you yes. just can't outdo <laughs> us. <laughs> that is so true. So um, she also had a spa and um, and the nail salon. And so I was primarily running the spa. And I asked her one day, I said, um, "You know, would you mind selling me the spa? Because you know you're a hair person and." You know, that's where you spend the most of your time. I love the spa um, and I'd like to buy it. And she said, well, I won't sell it to you, but, you know, I'll be your partner. I'd like to not only have you partner with me on the spa, but in the hair on the hair business, too. And I did. Oh, no. Hair people. (laughs) No, I don't want (laughs) to deal with them. So she, um, she finally talked me into it and we became partners and, um, you know, and so I ran and provided, um, human resources support still to that. And I was the back office while she was the front, um, and, uh, you know, just help, helped her manage the books, grow the business. I did marketing, the whole works. Oh, are you still an owner? No, no, that partnership did not work out too well.
1: Okay. Unfortunately.
2: Okay. But it gave you the seeds for your own. Yes. Yes, it did. It gave me the seeds for my own. And that was, yeah, that was maybe eight to 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, So, you know, it's took, it's taken, um, you know, that long for me to get back in that business. But, you know, it's not. Like I have not been doing anything. I've got had another business, and before, um, um, before I started the HR source, I started a catering firm. Oh my lord! Um, I love, <laughs> I love to cook. Um, yeah, my friends call me a serial entrepreneur. I'll make a business I, out of anything. <laughs> but you know what? I have friends like that. Uh-huh. I have
1: friends who are that. And it, it's a certain kind of breed that yeah. that has that, I see an opportunity in just about everything. Yes. You're yes, one yes. of those people. Yes,
2: I am. I am. Oh, I
1: like this. So, I have to hang around you.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I had the catering firm and after my third party, I said, you know, you can't pay me enough money to do this. I
1: know. I used to be a caterer. Oh,
2: it was, it was. It's grueling. Hard, it's, hard work. You, you
1: think, you think people with their hair are just over the top. hmm Cater somebody's event and oh, the yeah. demands. Oh yeah,
2: and it, I mean, <laughs> and my stomach was always in knots. You know, are they going to like the food? Is anybody going to get sick? And then you had to, you know, cook the food, shop for the food, cook the food, transport the food. It was just, it yeah. was grueling. Yeah, so it is it third is party, grueling. no more. Okay, but um, but with the HR source, you know, because that is my background. That's why I've been with it for, you know, 20, 23 years now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So.
1: All right. So you're in Maryland. You live in Maryland. Mm-hmm. You're married to a man here. How does that work? What's that story?
2: It works pretty well. Um, back in, I would say, 1995, um, I met him at a golf course. And, and mind you, he was living in Maryland at the time he was on a, he had gotten a two year study, um, at a think tank in Washington, DC. So he did that study, met a woman, they were engaged, they were going to be married. She ended up dying of cancer. Oh dear. Yeah. So, um, so then he and I met, um, you know, I was, um, at home, had a knock on the door. It was my next door neighbor who was a retired principal. And she also was a member of a golf club. And we had a neighborhood golf course. So she had a set of golf clubs in her hands. She said, you know, Nancy Lopez is going to be doing a six-week golf clinic. And and I want you to go and take that clinic. So I said, Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, I so, love this I love
1: this story yeah, already.
2: Yeah, so so I got the golf clubs and I signed up for Nancy Lopez's clinic. And um being a single woman on the golf course, I mean guys are always flying. I'm flocking. trying to tell my friends yeah. this. <laughs> And, Telling you know, them. they're behind you and they're, you know, keep your head down, keep your eye on the ball, do this, do that. So he ended up being one of those guys um, who <laughs> he and he, is, by the way, is a golf fanatic. He <laughs> he plays religiously. Um, so we met. He asked me out um, and I, I said no the first two times no 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 I'm not just not interested (laughs) and so so I was on my way home to California for a visit and I said you know the next time he asks me I should say yes because that would be the third time and three strikes you're out and if I say no again he probably won't ask and so um so he asked me again, and I said yes. And he told me exactly that: if you had said no one more time, I wasn't going to ask you again. Whoa! So the rest is history. We ended up dating and got married three years later, and uh, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. So, do you divide your time between here and Maryland? Like, how does that work? I am now, but because he, um, you know, he teaches a couple of. Classes. He's a full tenured professor. You know, they teach a couple of classes, and he plans his classes so that he is here Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then he's back in Maryland Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So most of his time is spent there, and then he's here during the week. Um, to teach his classes. And, um, you know, we live 10 minutes from Amtrak in Maryland, less than 10 minutes from Amtrak here. So it's a, a very, very easy commute. And since I've had the nail spa here, I come up, you know, once a month for a week. And, you know, <laughs> we sp- split our time <laughs> that way. <laughs>
1: So I, I'm it worked. I am intrigued by this life. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this is my dream. You're living my dream <laughs> life.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and and growing up, I used to always say, you know, I'm gonna marry a traveling salesman. Um and while he's not a traveling salesman, he's a traveling professor. Yes, and um, pretty close. Yeah, and it and it and it, it works. It's it's the only life we've ever known. And people always ask, well, you know, how do you how do you do that? And I say, oh, very easily. <laughs> and um, do so, y'all have kids? He has two adult children, but okay. we don't have children together. Okay. So, have you been married before? I I had not. Really? I had not. So you got lucky on the first <laughs> out the gate with all yes, of that. Yes. Yes. I, I I was very selective. So. That's you know, good. Yeah. Very oh, so very you, selective. You
1: might want to run a little business on how to. <laughs> how to how to get married or how to date yeah, or how yeah. to
2: yeah maybe a matchmaking
1: ma- service yes you know i will be your first client and i will pay whatever <laughs> you say
2: okay <laughs> you got it you got it so
1: when you think about entrepreneurism uh, you know when you think about the, uh, are there other things out there that grab your spirit like you know what i want to do that or mm-hmm, i want to mm-hmm. open that or uh-huh. you know is there other things that are brewing in you,
2: not at the. I mean, there are, but I, because I've got so much on my plate, I, I don't even think about it, and and I have to consciously say, okay, you cannot make a business out of this. No, really, don't do it. <laughs> um, and then um, I love I, ha- I I also work with a lot of other small businesses, um, you know, hairstylists. People that I meet who are trying to get their businesses off the ground but have not been successful doing so. So I've tried to help them, guide them, you know, give them a list of things to do, Um, invite them to call me if they need advice on anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And some people will take the advice and some won't. And I think I've learned now the difference. Um, because, you know, I want to jump in and help them get that business started. And sometimes you're just wasting your time because if I want it more than you do, then I really don't have any business helping you. Ah. Um, yeah, and, and I've run into a lot of people like that. They've been trying to get their business off the ground for years, and that's another telltale sign. If you are... You know, trying to start a business and and you've been trying for years and it hasn't happened, then you don't have the ability or capability to start that business. And there's no point in me pouring my time into you when I know that in the end it's it's not going to work. That's some good advice. Yeah, like
1: I don't even know if that's advice. That's a good. That, that's that's like some kind of blanket thing that you could wrap yourself in to get to the truth of some yeah, level. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you're not advising you're, you really are. That's a truth. Yeah.
2: I'm assessing. And there was a woman that I knew who had a wonderful soap and body products business, some really, really good stuff. And she had been trying to start this business for some years I sat her down I talked to her tried to figure out what she wanted to do gave her advice about locations you know where she can put a soap store blah 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 and um, and she didn't listen to that advice so so it took all of me because I knew she had a good product not to jump in and take over and and get the business going for her because I knew there was not going to be a good outcome. And sure enough, um, she did open the store in the very same location. I told her not to open the store. And the last time I went by there, the store was closed. So she was not successful in Mm. that business. Um, so why do you think people don't take good business advice? Because they think they know better, mm. they, and, and they don't have the trust, you know, that you know what you're doing, and, and they know better than you what they need, um, and in that instant, she felt like, and she wanted to do it all herself, so, you know, because she didn't really want help... Um, You know, I just kind of let her go, and okay, do it your way. And today, she she doesn't have the business.
1: Wow! So uh, it sounds like you ought to be writing a book. Do you have a book?
2: I do not have a book. Why do you have time? To write a book, I got all these businesses. You could dictate a book. You don't have to. You <laughs> yeah, know, that's, that's true. That's you know, very true. You don't have to
1: sit with a tablet and a and a hammer and chip it out of stone. You could actually dictate it to a computer. Because yeah. yeah. that's a. I mean, I I'm gonna call you after this show. I'm gonna sit with you and talk about my businesses and okay, you, and I'm gonna take your advice. Okay. <laughs> Well,
2: see, if you're
1: willing to take advice, then I,
2: I can help you.
1: No, I'm always willing. <laughs> Listen, I know better. Mm-hmm. I will take some advice. So t- talk a little bit about, uh, Pat, some of the barriers that you faced and how you've overcome them. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't want people to think that you just like, oh, everything you touch has been golden. Yeah. There had, yeah. There had to have been some challenges somewhere mm-hmm. that sort of given you pause or redirected you.
2: Sure. in some kind of way. Sure. And, and let me talk, it, talk about it from the perspective of the business that I've been with for the longest and then we'll talk about the barriers for the nail spa. Um, with the HR source, things took off pretty well. Um, but I think one of the barriers in that business was finding staff once I started growing who had that inner drive. Um, and and believe me, I've made a ton of hiring mistakes. You know, people that I liked without um, knowing what their inner drive was. Mm-hmm. Because in the staffing business, you have to be willing to work and work hard and work fast. So... I hired people who, um, you know, that I thought had the background to do the work, but then I found that, okay, in this business, you have to be willing to look under rocks, in caves, for the people that you need to fill job <laughs> orders and if you're not willing to do that then you're not going to be successful wow so you know because it was my business i was willing to do that work and to work extra hours but then i also expected that other people would want to do that too um you know it wasn't a nine-to-five job, but I hired people who wanted a nine-to-five job. Oh. And, you know, at 5 o'clock, they're okay, got to go. Yeah, But, you know, you got to call candidates when candidates are available. And, you know, they may be working from nine to five, so that means they're available after work. So, you know, just to find people who are willing to, to do that was was very difficult, and I did make my share of of hiring mistakes. Wow! Yeah, that's
1: le- good learning
2: though. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and then I also thought that I could um, give people work ethic, you know, and <laughs> and then I found out no, I can't they gotta already come with that <laughs> I can't give you the work ethic you gotta have it so so now I try to look for um you know a history of of people um you know going above and beyond okay a history of people thinking outside the box because that's what this work requires, wow, um, okay, yeah. And then at the nail spa, um, one of the things that I, one of the roadblocks was that I, because we were located on the Yale campus, I thought, oh, my God, oh, wow, all these women, nails, but then I discovered that Yale students don't get their nails done. You know, they. Know who gets their nails done? Black women. Yeah, yeah, and we're <laughs> we're not in a black neighborhood, so you know some Yale students are coming, but not not really. Mm-hmm. So we took off a little bit slow because of that, and then I I started looking at hands of the students on campus, and I said, wow, these these girls don't get their nails done so, so now we had to regroup and figure out, okay, well, what it's not them, who is our market, and how do we get them so So that was um a roadblock there, just misinterpreting just based on where I was located, who our customer would be, mm-hmm. so you know, and then having to regroup and now try to market to the person who is our customer. And, and I would say that, um, you know, our customer is not just black women, but it's um, professional women, uh, white or black, probably between the ages of 30 and 60. You know, that is our target market mm-hmm. today. And, and so
1: you, you, you market to
2: that? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and that's a much better... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. that's a much better deal. Um, and we still market to the Yale student. Yeah, but, but, but you're we're not going to tur- yeah. say don't come
1: here. Yeah, but.
2: they're they're supplemental, whereas the other group is the bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, because I, I did not know you existed, which mm-hmm. is, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I don't run in the nail circle. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a spa junkie, so uh-huh. I am a spa junkie. Oh, so well, I, we'll take yeah. care of
2: your hands and your feet. Well, I, I, um, yeah. Yeah. And we're, you know, we're a boutique. We are, um, you know, we think we're exclusive because we're nice. We're more like um, an upscale kind of spa environment. Mm-hmm. Um, we serve snacks and wine. And, oh, I will. And so wa- and cucumber water and, and those kinds of things. How so, many people work for you? We have uh, four. There are four of us.
1: All right. So you come once a month? Did you say that? Mm
2: -hmm. I come once a month. I have a really good team.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, And I'd like to give a shout out to all of my ladies at the Nail Spa. Our manager is Fredina Mendiz. We have Jasmine Cameron, who's been with us since the very beginning. Mm -hmm. We have Roji, and I won't even begin to try to pronounce her last name. She's from Malaysia. Mm -hmm. And then we have Lizette Morales, who is our receptionist and spa assistant. And are they local people? They are local people, okay. yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, they wow. They are local people. And they do, as you can see from my nails, they They're do nice. an excellent job.
1: Those nails are, because <laughs> she's go, you're going to the Lynx Gala. Yes, I'm yes, going to I see am. You. Are, you, is you, are you going with your husband? Yes. Okay, so, so I can't, I can't you can are you a
2: Lynx? I am not a Lynx. So how are you going to the Lynx Gala? You know Lynx? I do know Lynx. I know two Lynx. Um, I know Betty Brown. Okay. Who has been inviting us for years years. So, we normally come every year oh, to the Lynx. See, this gala. is my first time going. Okay. Because I never felt like I was old enough
1: to go to the Lynx <laughs> thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm a Delta, right? right. So, so that's like right. Link adjacent. Um, right. But I never felt like I was old enough or sophisticated enough uh-huh, to go to uh-huh. the Links Gala. Yeah. But this is my year.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very nice. And then uh, from the Fairfield chapter, I know Ivy McKinney. Mm-hmm. Um, who um, is a link in that chapter? So, and we normally go to that event too. Wow! Yeah. So I do. Well, they do their event every other year now. So. Are you in any?
1: Are you are, are you any?
2: Are you in any women driven organizations? I am not. In any women-driven organizations,
1: and they've not tried to recruit you. I'm
2: surprised they have not tried to recruit me. Oh, they will now once yeah. they hear. When well, once they hear this conversation, especially the links in New Haven, they have. They don't know, except for Ivy. You know, they don't know really anything <laughs> about what I'm doing. I have not shared that, but because we have an ad in the um, program booklet uh, for tomorrow night. They'll know. And we're also giving away a door prize. Oh, so that will be my big debut. Uh Oh, So you know,
1: everybody's <laughs> yes. going to be knocking. Yes. Knocking, yes, yes. knocking, knocking. So when you're here in New Haven, um, you work here and you, your husband has a,
2: do y'all have a place to live here? Or are y'all renting yes. a hotel or Airbnb? No, no, no. We ha- we brought a brownstone. So there oh. are three units in the brownstone. Okay, he lives in the apartment below, <laughs> and um, the nail spa is in the middle. And then there's a, a two-bedroom apartment up top.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's you know that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So you so you're here, and so now what do you do for the week when you're here? I well, mean, I know you got to go and check in with your mm-hmm. team and your spa, and all, mm-hmm. but what do you what do you
2: do when you're here? Like when you're not. Oh Are you out God. and about? Are you- I am busy. Um, before I opened the spa, and since I've opened the spa, I, I was busy shopping for spa-type things, working with handymen, um, and getting the spa ready to open. Um, lately, I have not had to do so much of that, thank God. Um, but I do meet with the team. Um, we normally have a, a staff meeting. Uh, we go over some of the needs. I try to handle all those needs while I'm here. Um, I also work the HR source business from here. Mm-hmm. Um, this time around, I was asked by um, Somebody who's part of the Economic Development Corporation to do a presentation. So I did a presentation Here? for mm-hmm, for about thirty new entrepreneurs on um, on Tuesday. Oh, how cool is that? Who yeah. oh, heads up that for the city or just uh... um for the city?
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah. That so cool. So that was fun. Um but oh, now you know you're gonna get rooked in now. Yeah, I know, I know. I said, you know, I'm busier here than I'm <laughs> than I am in Maryland. So but it yeah, it's been a busy, <laughs> oh, get, busy week. You're gonna get rooked
1: in, I'm telling <laughs> yes, you. You're like a yes. your new girl on the block. You're gonna yes. get rooked in and you have energy and good ideas and
2: yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I already got a call from one of the students from that class. So um she's gonna Open a greeting card business. So oh. I'll see what, what she's what you're talking do. about. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's good. Now, do you like doing that kind of thing? Do you like? I do. I have a passion for doing that kind of thing. Well, you know, that could be a business. Yeah, that could be. But I'm, <laughs> I'm not starting any more businesses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say that. You know, you entrepreneurial type. Say that and then. Well, I didn't tell you that I do. We just started, my husband and I, a, another business. Um, didn't you just say, okay, go ahead. What is I? We did it. Um, it's the women's journal. For, what is that? It's a journal, um, with articles and advertising geared towards women. So healthcare providers, um, financial advice, um, daycare, um, yoga studios. So they'll write articles, um, about health related issues or nutrition or whatever. And um, so we own the uh, Washington DC woman uh, and we own the Prince George's County woman. So, you know, our, and we have a sales team. And so um, our first issue, this is new. Our first issue um, gets published in January.
1: Is it a, Is it it in the digital format or is it a hard publication? It's a hard
2: copy. It's a hard publication. Wow, that's ambitious. we will also publish digital as well. But the idea is um, that these publications will go in waiting rooms. So, you know, if you're at a doctor's office and you're waiting and you want something to read, um, you know, that publication will be there. And any other place that, that you're waiting um those publications will be um distributed there. because we
1: still need a good public uh, we still need a a a handheld kind of thing. Mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. when you're in the when you're at the auto dealership or right. getting your car fixed or right. the doctor's office or the Right. You know, you have to wait to be called so Right. Absolutely. Oh, I see so. this.
2: So that's gonna be exciting and it, again, it, you know, it's our first issue, so we're just is it gonna look- be a monthly publication
1: or no, no, or no. quarterly it's, or it's
2: actually quarterly. Oh that's goodness. pretty good though. Yeah. That's so yeah. four times a year. Yeah, four times a year. So um yeah, so we're gearing up now. Oh my goodness. So now what does your hus- husband teach over at you? He teaches economics and... Um, oh, so Af- he's a numbers guy. Yeah, he's definitely a numbers guy. And he also teaches African-American studies. Who is your I don't know your husband. Gerald Jane.
1: I don't think I know. I don't think I... I bet you if I saw him... Maybe. Because I probably passed him on the street or something. Maybe, <laughs> But yeah, but he's been
2: here for 40 years. Oh, my God. He's going to get rooked in, too. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, he, he's not an easy one to... To, <laughs> to rook in? Yeah, to rook in. Golf. Because oh,
1: there's a big golfing community in New Haven.
2: Oh, really? And we have yeah. a
1: beautiful public
2: course. Yeah, he's 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 been on it. Definitely a fanatic. Oh, I'm sure he has. Oh.
1: Ask him. Have you been I'm on sure the he New has. Haven?
2: You know, New Haven has a public golf course. Now
1: he normally plays the Yale golf course. Mm. Tell him to, tell him to check out the New Haven golf course. Mm-hmm. I will. I will. Seriously. I will. And there's a black golf club here in new haven too. oh is there the knickerbocker oh I it's wonder one if of he the oldest in that. the country oh really yes one okay. of the oldest black um golfing clubs in the country the knickerbocker okay well i will have to tell him about that yes and, and if you forget just like when you just uh, fast forward to this part of the show yes so that you can- <laughs> <laughs> and then if nothing else we'll see you Tomorrow night. Yes, you will see me there. And I'll... you can mention it to him. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. That'll be a great conversation to have. That'll be a great
2: conversation to have. So how long? So you're going to be here through the weekend? I'll be here. Th- I'm, I'm catching Amtrak back on Monday. And wh- how long is that ride? It's a five hour ride. And what do you do when you're on the train? Do you work. have gadgets? No, I, I. Well, I have gadgets, but I'm working. Uh huh. It. I. I use that time to get work done. Okay. Um. So, no sleeping for me on the train. No, you know. Oh, I have to hang out with her. She's like, <laughs> you're like,
1: you are a good influence. <laughs> so, what do you do for fun? How do you, you know, you got a lot going on. How do you take care of yourself? Because you, you're a good-looking woman. You have a lot of energy. How do you uh, how do you manage? What do you do? You no, know, I,
2: I don't do that enough. I have to really think about focusing on me because, you know, in addition to all the businesses, um, I also do a charity event and, um, it's I, Harry, I think she is living my life <laughs> and it's, it's geared towards homelessness. I just had the event on September 21st in Maryland In Maryland, a, in Maryland mm-hmm. and it, it's called bite night and, um, bike or bite B I T E. Okay. Um, Are you cooking? Well, I'm not cooking, but I am engaging chefs (gasps) to cook. Oh. So what I did was to have them prepare two hors d'oeuvres for the event. So I had four chefs who prepared two hors d'oeuvres each. And then I, you know, I look for sponsorship. How, How many people? How many people come to this thing? Oh, goodness. We had... Probably 150 at, at that event. So that's a lot of bites. Yeah, so that was a lot of bites. Um, and one of my chefs specialized in desserts, very um, cakes by Tony. Ooh. And they were very, very good. Um, but it was, it was a great event. We had a band. We had a silent auction. We had the two charities that we supported. Um, one of them is a wider circle, and they deal with homelessness, and what they do is collect furniture. And when a homeless person is coming out of homelessness yes, they can into go. their first first home, they go there and they can shop for a whole apartment or a whole house mm-hmm. full of furniture. Um, and the, I've heard of those. Yes. Yeah, I think we have. I think we have something similar here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one that I that we supported with this event was is called Street Sense. And they are a media company and they um, they have homeless people who write articles and they publish a newspaper which the homeless people get bundles of the paper and they can sell the paper for mm-hmm. whatever whatever they, they can get for it. And really? that's their income. So it's sort of like an economic Mm-hmm. You know, development thing for homeless people. That's, That's really how they good. Earn, earn money. That's good. so. With that event, we earned about collected about uh twenty one thousand dollars, and we gave twenty thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars each to the two charities.
1: Wow! Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. So. I'm so glad I got to meet you and talk to you today. Well, I'm talk glad to you to here too. We're going to become fast friends. We're <laughs> not, not going to waste time. We're going to become fast friends. Hey. And I'm going to tell you all my businesses and you tell me. I'm going to listen to whatever you say. And I'm all for that. <laughs> thank <laughs> I you am for all coming. For that. Well, thank you for Pat having Hall, me. Jane. Um, Jane's the uh, owner of the nail spa. Mm-hmm.
2: on Is it on Temple Street? Yes, we're at 413 Temple Street. Our telephone number, if you want to make an appointment, is 203-689-2981. And we would be happy to work with your nails. All right.
1: I'm going to see if I could get in there before the event. Yeah.
2: yeah. And the other thing I want to mention is that we do lashes as well. What? We do facial waxing, eyebrow threading, and eyelash application of uh, strip eyelashes, semi-individual eyelashes and individual eyelashes. So like
1: you put the, I know that they, you overlay them on your lashes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I've seen that. I was thinking yeah. about having that done. Okay. Well, we can do that for you. Oh Lord, have mercy. All right, Harry, I'm getting some new lashes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pat. This was Thank quite you. a pleasure. So listen, this show will air again at five o'clock uh, on your drive time home. So you can hear it again. Uh, I'm going to see her at the Lynx Gala Saturday night. Yay. Thank you for tuning in to uh, Love Babs Love Talk today on 103.5 FM WNHH live streaming on the New Haven Independent.org. I'll see y'all next week. I got another hot lineup of folks. Thank y'all. Have a good weekend.
0: Whiskey